whether you're a suburban athlete or an Olympic champion, you've got to work hard to get results. We've put over 15 years' experience into developing Active Man, combining vitamins, minerals, and proteins. Active Man helps provide you with the nutrients you need to optimize performance and assist recovery. Discover the Active Man range now available. Active Man, power up. Welcome to this week's Power Progress podcast. And I have Lucy Wharton, which is the second time she's come onto the show. And this is Series 3. Haven't caught up for a while. How are you doing? I am good, thank you, Nathan. Thank you very much for having me yet again. Yes, and uh, I think we're going to start back because we might have went into this on the first one. But let's go back to how we first met. And that was in, was it was it last year, beginning last year or the year before? It was in lockdown, wasn't it? It was in lockdown. I reckon it was 2021 that we first met by teaching online classes. So we were both on the same platform teaching our online classes and that's how we met. So yeah, we both kind of had to change the direction of our businesses because we were forced to move everything online. Yeah, very interesting. One. And I think very different because you was already doing classes actively, my ad, where I was one of them instructors that set up stations, like a boot camp, and I'll just do a few little moves, make them done perfectly and let the class do their bit. Yeah. That's what was different to that, because you actually done it with them anyway. What sort of classes did you do at the gym at the time before? So at the gym I was doing, yeah, I was always doing it with them. So I was teaching spin, so I was on the bike doing the class with them. Um, I miss that, actually. I don't teach that anymore. I was doing body combat, body pump. I was doing a few circuits classes, so the circuit classes like you, I'd wander around, but I was quite actively involved in most of them. Mm, it was quite interesting with that because I think I had a little bit of limiting belief when it comes to doing the classes with them. And I'll tell you why. Because going back years, I worked for a few gyms and I'd done something like 15 sessions in a week of classes. And I had other instructors at the time who'd done a lot more than me. And I discovered that these instructors, whilst they were fit, they didn't look fit. Because what I found, they were doing too many classes and they almost was exhausted. So they were just eating to survive for their next class. So I sort of went the other extreme and right and thought, how can I do this until I'm well, until I want to stop? Not necessarily that I have to stop. And that's when I went, okay, I design my, if you like, business around I don't have to necessarily do it with them. So that was my sort of thought process. Yeah. But then when I was forced to do it going online, yeah. I actually found the benefits of it. So I didn't yeah. quite realise how unfit I was in that area yeah. until I started doing it online, you know? Yeah, so interestingly, I think my, I came the other way. So my I started as a studio instructor. So I, I wasn't a personal trainer. I was just qualified to teach classes. And I was doing loads and loads and loads of classes, up to about 25 a week sometimes. Yeah. And like you said, at that point in my life, I didn't really have a great understanding of nutrition I didn't understand at that point in time the benefits of weight-based and strength-based training so pretty much all the classes I was teaching were cardio-based and I was very physically fit 
but I didn't look great because I didn't have the balance right. So mm. I, I was doing, I was a cardio bunny, heart and lung fitness, you know, great, but nutrition, poor, strength-based training, non-existent. Yeah. So we've kind of come from the opposite angle. You were always predominantly doing strength-based, weight-based training, I'm guessing, whereas yeah. I was predominantly doing cardio-based training and yeah I've kind of come a bit full circle with that and now understand the benefits of both yeah I mean I thought what's really interesting when we talk about cardio I think in a way they're different to hit because when I've done the strength training I used to do the typical either moderate state on the cross trainer where it was low impact but I got my cardio in or I do a walk or a walk on the treadmill so I thought I was fit at the time obviously but when lockdown happened and I remember when I was first actually done it just right here's my conservatory and the first class I did I was like right next one is <laughs> burpees you know and I could see on the screen there was other people who obviously used to doing the circuits they were yeah. actually fitter than me and I thought oh my god this is in my head I thought this is a bit embarrassing they were fitter than me in this type of training yeah and obviously I, it took me about I don't know two three weeks for me to you know at least pick Start up to build up yeah, yeah. You know, so it's interesting. And now I'm, I'm hooked on it. And I, I like to think I've still managed to get a good balance where I've been mindful of not doing too many classes. Yeah. It's going to compromise my energy where I'm not going to be able to do the other elements. But that's where the fine balance comes, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And um, I think there's a, there's a, it's great that people are understanding the benefits of strength training and weight-based training and how you can change your physique with that type of training and also all the other benefits you know strengthening your bones and joints and all the rest of it and of course the weight management but I think you've got to have an aspect of some high intensity training within your program to keep yourself physically fit so that if you did need to sprint for a buff or uh, you know you, you, you can do it because I've had people say to me recently like you know that all the training that they're doing is is in the gym and, and strength based which is great I'm pleased they're doing it but then they're they might be lacking that fitness element which is something that you can get from the types of classes that we now teach I teach them online and you do a little bit of both don't you you yeah. do them um in the yeah, gym and and online that one yeah i'm a bit of a yeah. hybrid i like to call myself yeah and i think that's important i think like you know that typically people that um just do sort of strength-based training might might be missing that element and people that do an awful lot of cardio-based training or just focus on classes are missing the strength elements so i think it is important to have um a bit of both um, and be be a bit of an all-rounder rather than just focusing on the one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think what's really interesting for someone who's listening who may not be a trainer as such, they automatically will look at lots of you and I and go, well, it's easy for them because they're in the industry, but it just shows we have to get the balance right ourselves, don't we, at times? Yeah, and it, it took me... I was, I was a qualified PT since 2007, but I was still teaching mostly cardio based classes and it was it actually took me until 2012 and that's being qualified that's like you know being taught all the science behind everything it took me till 2012 to get it right myself like to understand the importance of strength-based training to really understand my nutrition and 
also having a little bit of the cardio element still in there but I was killing myself with cardio to be honest like I was every three months I was burning myself out because I was that was all I was doing and I wasn't fueling my body properly I I, I looked skinny fat I, 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 I you know I didn't have a huge amount of muscle tone um you know still definitely carrying a lot of excess body fat whereas now I, I do I do both so the classes that I teach are hip-based stuff you know short 30 minutes intense workouts um, I try and do a certain like amount of low intense activity so I try and make sure I'm doing lots of steps in a day and keeping myself moving because I'm working online I, if I don't do that I can sometimes just be sat at my computer all yeah. day yeah. and I think that's what a lot of the population are currently like you know since since lockdown happened so many more people are working from home and that hasn't really changed I know things are opening up a little bit but yeah. many many people that I work with are spending an awful lot of time just sat down every day so they're if they're not careful can be doing very little daily movement and no training so it's like it's making sure you're getting everything that you can possibly do within the time you've got available and getting the balance right yeah I mean, I think a good place to start is maybe we talk about how what what we do exactly mm -hmm. on the exercise point of view individually, and then maybe we can say what we actually advise our clients to do. That might be a good approach because mm -hmm. then we can we can show the 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 difference, you know, because a lot of clients think we do maybe more than them, which you might do in some cases, but like I said, we need to get the balance. So maybe we don't, and they may not know that. So maybe talk us through how you get your balance in a week. What would your, where would you get your hit from? Where would you get your steps from? What about your strength training? Have you got so many days you do in a week, stretches, stuff like that? Yeah. Um, so one thing that I probably do lack on a little bit is sort of my stretching and flexibility side of things. I, I, I'm a bit lazy with that and I have got to force myself to do it. Um, but in terms of my average week, so I teach seven online classes and those are a mix of, they are really sort of hit style workouts. So I do a lower body session, an upper body session. We do use dumbbells, but they're quite light dumbbells within those classes. Um, and then I do a full body session. I do core workouts, which are generally body weight. But I do seven of those a week and they're all 30 minutes. And then my gym-based, sort of heavy lifting is four times a week and um, so it's about a 10 minute walk to get to the gym so I'm walking there and back as well and then if I'm looking at I, I would like to say I got 10,000 steps a day but I, I generally probably get around about sort of seven eight unless I force mm. myself to go for a bit of a walk but because I am sat at the computer screen all day, I'll try and like get some fresh air and go for a little bit of a walk along the Albert Dock because I live in Liverpool. And that's like a bit of a 20 minute sort of there and back trip for me to get back to my flat. Um, and as I said, the flexibility and stretching side of stuff, I should, when I go to the gym, spend a bit of time after my workouts doing that sort of thing. But that's something that if I'm pushed for time, I'll be like, right, I'm walking back home. Yeah. And, I, and I tend to miss that. So I know that's something that I need to work on. But yeah, my fitness stuff comes from my classes that I teach because I'm doing it with my members. My strength tra training is usually sort of an hour and a half session four times a week at the gym. What about you? Ah, yeah. So 
so, so similar in a sense with the stretching. And I'll tell you what I do about that, how I overcome that side where <laughs> probably as, as flexible as I can be in comparison. I mean, Nathan at 42 this year is probably more supple and flexible than Nathan at 20, which yeah. is quite mad to think. But I'll go through it. So how many classes I do in a week? So I'll do on my online platform, I'll do five in a week because I yeah. do one a day in a working week. But then I also do classes for venues. So I do um, two kettlebells for venues and I do two Pilates for venues. Do you now, Nathan? And the reason why I brought the Pilates in is kind of a win-win, really, self-serving as much as helping others. I know I need to do that and I know it helps me when I've got an audience to do the Pilates. Because it's one of them little self-nudges for me that, like yourself, I don't really enjoy stretching. I just don't. But when I've got an audience and I do it with someone, it motivates me to do it. And once mm -hmm. I get into it, at the end of it, as well as my group, we'll go, I'm glad we did that. Because they're in the same boat as me that they're the same. They know it's good for them. But they don't get that instant gratitude from it and that instant return. Yeah. You don't stretches. It takes time where you do something maybe a couple months down the line you go oh that I've done that felt different but there's yeah. no direct is there whereas when you go to do strength training or you do hit training you get that instant sort of relief justification yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. It's such a difference so that that gets my balance in terms of my stretching and my hit I actually get 15 to 20,000 steps in because I'm, wow. I'm a hybrid you know so me just walking around the gym floor gets a lot of steps up but I also go for walk with people as well because some of my clients needs to go for walks so I take them for a walk before I do other stuff with them so that gets my step count up and then strength training wise at the moment it's free so I do free strength training sessions and I purely just do a leg day a weak area day and an all-rounder and that's, nice. that's all I do right now because I'm in a gain tain at the moment, which seems to be... <laughs> I love that. A gain tain, love it. So obviously, without going too much into nutrition, which I won't do, because that's what not what this one's about, but I do track as well as I know you do. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. I, I, when I don't track, I can um, rapidly look quite out of shape. <laughs> because I mean, that we, we know the importance of that. You know, food is, is so important, isn't it? But... Um, in terms of, yeah, you've got to have it. You've got it. It's getting ticking all the boxes, isn't it? Making sure your nutrition's on point, but also the balance is right with with your training. Mm. Um, and I'm glad. I feel. I feel like I've. If I if I didn't teach my classes, I'd probably that would be the first thing to go. Like the cardio stuff, the hit training would probably be the first thing because because I only can get through those sessions because I've got people doing it with me. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's motivating doing it with, with my um, group that do my classes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the positive what you have is you're now literally in the same position as I'm assuming the clients or the people you're helping because they be sitting down like you are now. Yes. Yeah. Like, a lot of them still working from them. home. Yeah. So they're logging in when they're on the lunch breaks or before they start work in the morning um and that yeah it makes you know it makes them get it done as well um yeah. but you can sure. relate to them a lot more because you're li literally living through what they be doing and that is yeah sitting in the office all day 
And I think like so, some people don't have the opportunity to get to a to a gym. And so I try and give them as much sort of fitness and strength within my classes as I possibly can that you can do at home with limited equipment. So, you know, any any sort of training is better than no training. That's like absolute fact. But I think optimally, if you can, what I would recommend people to do would be three sort of strength based sessions ideally in a gym if you can because you're going to have a wider range of equipment but if you can't then you know you make use of what you've got and then I probably advise again sort of three half an hour intense cardio sessions if you can so that would be sort of for average person six times six sessions a week wouldn't it yeah um if, if that, that that's probably that's probably sounds like quite a lot doesn't it but, uh, that's how I <laughs> but that, that, that's kind of, I think, what I would probably advise. Yeah. But you're, talking, you're talking about sort of an three, a three hours in the gym and an hour and a half worth of cardio a week. Yeah. And mindful of the step count, isn't it? Like you've yeah. done, you sit down, you're mindful that you're not getting your steps in. So you'll make sure you go out for a walk. Yeah. And that's just, you know, generally going to, like, I think people, again, don't want to talk too much about nutrition but people rely a little bit too much on exercise some as some as a way of managing their weight don't they whereas really that that weight management should predominantly come from your food but the more you can move in a day the better your metabolic rate's going to be yeah yeah it's down to consistency isn't it is if you can't if you can't manage these elements and one of these is weak because you haven't managed it, they, it will catch up on you somewhere. Yeah. You can't, you only can survive for so long thinking you can fight against all the calories you, you may be getting in because you're not managing it, you know? Absolutely, yeah. 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 I, I, I like to describe calories like our, how we manage our money. We manage our money good enough, but yet people don't manage their calories and they should treat them the same. Because yeah. we have a budget and we should have a budget for the calories. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it for sure. Yeah. And again, you know, get, getting all of those things right. It can be pretty tough, but that's where we come in to try and help people to, to do that, I guess. Yeah. Just before we finish off, actually, going back to before lockdown, because obviously your business has completely changed. Um, you obviously done one-to-ones back then and you've done your classes. How many steps did you get in before lockdown? Would you, did you know? Um, it was it was at least ten thousand a day, like you. Now you're back in the gym. I was at that time prior to lockdown. I was working in the gym, um, so yeah, I was walking to and from the gym every day, several times a day because I lived a short walk away. So if, in between clients, if I if I had a gap, I'd come back home. But then, as you say, when you're walking around the gym, just from machine to machine with people or demonstrating exercises, then you're moving quite a lot, aren't you? So yeah, it was definitely a lot higher. So hence why now I force myself to go for walks and keep myself moving um, and try not to be very stagnant. I try and get up. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, it's always great to speak to you. Have you got any final words putting you on the spot right now? But if there's someone who's looking to start training, maybe they're like yourself who is sitting down in the office a lot and they're not going out for walks and they're not exercising and they feel you know, a little bit sluggish at time. Have you got any sort of words of wisdom to I get? I think, them? yeah, I think 
the better key thing really is trying to not do everything, fit exercise into your lifestyles because it's got to be something that you can, you know, do and maintain, like you said, and be consistent with. So pick a form of exercise that you enjoy first and foremost, that you can fit in with your day and and keep doing that because any exercise is better than no exercise we've talked about you know ideal world and what we do but if you're someone that's currently doing nothing just starting but also not not coming up with an unrealistic plan not saying to yourself oh well lucy lucy and nathan just said i need to be doing (laughs) three sessions in the gym and you know three half an hour sessions that is an ideal world and not many people have the luxury and necessarily the time to go and do that or even access to a gym so fitting it into the pockets of time that you've got available maybe getting someone to look over that for you and giving and helping you manage that um and then just doing it and just keep being consistent with it um because that's ultimately going to give you some longevity and some long-lasting results yeah it's great as long as they're a bit further forward than where they started they're going to be making progress and you never know where it might lead to yeah exactly and everyone starts somewhere so like you know even you and I um back before I started into fitness at all you know I was doing very little so the, the what what the thought then I think of what I do now was would probably just be like what what are you are you doing what um but everyone starts somewhere so just picking a form of exercise first and foremost that you can do and you enjoy doing um would be a starting point Great stuff. Like I've said recently to a few other guests, and hopefully next time we get to do this in person, whether that's me yeah. in Liverpool or you're up here, yeah, yeah. next time we get to do it in person. For sure. Now we can. Yeah, exactly, we can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'll see you soon. And yeah, have a good day. See you later. Thanks, Nathan. See you later.